Welcome to part two of the epic horror house Scooby-Doo two-parter with myself, Morgan Robinson, and our lovely guest, Nolan Dean. Uh, this is just the intro to part two. Part two is going to, well, the actual episode at least, going to follow straight off from where we left off in part one. So if you haven't listened to part one, uh, certainly go and check that out, but... Uh, special announcement as of uh, last week when part one went out Horror House is finally on iTunes which is awesome uh, and it's taken us long enough but um, so yeah go over to iTunes just search Horror House you'll find it straight away uh, and subscribe rate and review over there I really want to get to get this thing going up on iTunes nice and you know get it up going well so get it get it off to a good start and all that uh, of course if you're watching on YouTube as well all the best you'll get the little pictures that are coming up there but um, obviously you can download it on iTunes and all that stuff but yeah just another place that you can listen to uh, your well your favorite everyone's favorite stupid little horror podcast which is becoming somewhat of a catchphrase <laughs> i feel like um but anyway uh go and watch uh, go and watch go and listen to part one if you haven't already and welcome to part two should we get on to the scooby-doo show the scooby-doo show which is sort of the scooby-doo show and sort of a years later sequel-ish or like new series to the original Scooby-Doo Where Are You? It's sort of a mix of both. They're not as scary as some of the Where Are You episodes but they've still got that fear factor they're, but the monsters do get a bit less scary even though there's some really great memorable ones in the Scooby-Doo show. Absolutely. I mean the Scooby-Doo show has like everybody knows obviously Scooby-Doo's Where, Where I Use theme. Everybody. Scooby-Doo Show is actually my favourite intro. Scooby-Doo Scooby Show is. has an excellent theme. It's... I mean, the, the new, even the new Scooby-Doo movies has a ridiculous theme, but I kind of like that as well. Just wait. Panic at the discourse. We're going to cover a new one. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Scooby-Doo Show also has a, a great memorable theme we're not going to start singing it now I don't think but um... if you told me to bring my guitar I would have <laughs> come on this is why we do pre-prep oh well I no we're not singing no singing um, <laughs> but yeah what you say is true when you know these these episodes they start to they still have very very cool monsters in them very memorable monsters but they definitely don't feel as quote unquote horror as where are you does it's more i think it was just to make it more mainstream but yeah i can start us off on one monster i'm gonna go chronologically like you did yes the most memorable one that started it off for me was the gator ghoul. Absolutely. Because I think crocodiles are terrifying normally. I mean... <laughs> now, I'm not necessarily afraid of crocodiles. But the gator... Or alligators. Or alligators. But the gator ghoul, with his shining eyes... Or, or should I say her shining eyes? Was it a woman? It was a it, woman, yeah, wasn't it? It was Alice Dudley, who I believe was the. Oh yes, yes. And this is, of course, set in a swamp. With a really southern-sounding woman. We're very, very southern people. And I believe that's also where we meet another Scooby-Doo character, Scooby Dum. Yes. 
who I think is the sorry, I'm gonna mention him again. Scooby Doo is the Scrappy Doo we deserve. Scooby Dumb is the Scrappy Doo we deserved. The last thing I'll mention of Scrappy Doo, he's so bad that they made him the villain of the first live action film. They did. Um, Scooby Dumb is pretty cool. He's kind of ridiculous. He's just like a southern version of Scooby. Yeah, it's nonsense. But it's much better than Scrappy. <laughs> Anything's better than Scrappy. Um, yeah, the Gator Ghoul. And of course, uh, the, the episode ga- following that, the Gator Ghoul makes a, an appearance in uh, a movie as well. Yep. The, oh, epi- yeah. the episode following that is. Well, uh... You know how Billy Paulahan likes his puns? Well, this p- title for the episode is a really great pun one. What a shocking ghost features the debut of the 10,000 volt ghost, who is probably my personal favourite of the Scooby-Doo monsters. Now, let's clarify. What a shocking ghost is spelt W-A-T-T in terms of electrical watts. Uh, I think you. I think as well. It, it is. Yes, perfect. Perfect puns in Scooby Doo. But the ten thousand volt ghost is a cool looking guy. And his origin is the thing that uh, gets me the most about him because I love when the Scooby Doo episodes make up this really crazy backstory for the ghost to exist, and it's exactly beat for beat like Electro's <laughs> origin from Spider Man. <laughs> But he's now orange and walking about trying to destroy this little small ski lodge. It's it's a really, yeah. really fun episode. This is another ski snow based episode. Um, it's it is it is a great design. He's huge as well, and he's got this big gaping yellow mouth. They made him skinny. No, you don't make that guy skinny. You don't do Even it. the guy's identity is an electric pun. <laughs> what's it? What's his identity? Mister Boltner. Oh yes. <laughs> Why did this episode just? Is, right, we're gonna do all the puns this week. <laughs> all the electricity puns happen in this. Uh, oh. I remember there's a really great scene in this where Shaggy and Scooby go do their thing. They split up because Fred tells them to split up. I yeah. think so he can go hit on Daphne. Of course. Uh, and Shaggy grabs some frozen hamburgers out of the freezer, and then he's like, Oh, man, what do we cook these on? And then he just puts them in a pan, and suddenly you see the 10,000 volts ghost's hand come underneath the pan. <laughs> That's perfect. That's awesome. I mean, there is actually a uh, a scene from this episode in the intro of the entire series. Oh, um, yeah, that, that's where I got interested in. Like, when I was a kid and I saw that intro, I'm like, Where's the episode with that monster? Yeah. I'm going to watch this every Saturday morning till I find that monster. It's what we're like, Scooby and Shaggy hiding inside some sort of filing cabinet. <laughs> and he's just, just he's just pulling out all the different things and they just, like Scooby-Doo does, they're just changing from filing cabinet to filing cabinet and then they shoot out and un- right un- under, his, under his legs. Yeah, he's, he's a very cool, he's a very, he's one of the standouts of uh, the Scooby-Doo show, for sure. It's interesting that he didn't really have a costume, per se. He no. had, like, a battery-powered suit. Yeah. That gets defeated by a giant snowball. <laughs> I love how some of them are defeated. <laughs> it's the, so ridiculous. The, the, the snow, the wax phantom just gets cracked open. And the, doesn't, he was, like, suffocating him doesn't, doesn't the gator ghoul get like stuck on some sort of paste some, oh yeah he does or she does because it's Alice yeah. Dudley it's like he get stuck in gumbo or something like that I don't know what it is but I'm sure I'm sure Shaggy's trying to cook something and it just <laughs> ends, ago, I'm trying to cook here it ends, can we chase you later but it, like this batter or whatever they're making just ends up really sticky so Fred puts Fred basically drowns Shaggy and Scooby in flour has them has them 
you know, play as bait to the gator ghoul and then run through this sticky batter that they've put on the floor. And because they're full of flour, they don't stick to it. But then the gator ghoul runs through it and gets stuck in all this batter that they then later eat once Ugh. once the unmasking has taken place. The writer's room of Scooby-Doo would just be like a riot. I'd love, I'd, I'd love to be. I, I, right, Scooby-Doo, what's the one that's on now called? Scooby-Doo uh, Mystery Incorporated? I think Incorporated? it's too cool, Scooby-Doo. Mystery Incorporated ended. Well, Mystery Incorporated ended, did it? Right, well, whatever. Yeah. What, whatever they're making now, I want to get in on it. <laughs> Go make it better, because it's really bad. Right, well, I don't want to get in that. I'll do my own Scooby-Doo thing. <laughs> hint, hint, oh, we'll yeah. talk about that later. Um, I also wanted to bring up, actually, we said that they're not necessarily as scary in the Scooby-Doo show, but the no-face zombie is terrifying. He's terrifying. Why is he so scary? He's so, so terrifying. Uh, this is one of the rare instances where I think a zombie creature actually comes off as scary, because I usually don't find zombies scary, but this thing... It just wears like a purple cloak. It walks like it's limping, and it just just grunts. He does. It's hilarious. He he shuffles. He drags his left leg behind him. How does he run? And there's a gorilla in the episode. There, for some reason. there is. There's like a massive gorilla, like that's supposed to be that they always refer to as King Kong, which is great. Bringing it back round full circle to Kong that we were talking about. Um, at the beginning of part one because this is now the start of part two because we've gone on for too long um, but the no face zombie somehow manages to run whilst dragging his leg behind him and that just cracked me up while watching this it's like a really unnatural movement which makes him a bit more creepy it kind of goes back to what made Charlie the Funland robot really yeah. interesting. Yeah, definitely. I don't know how they move like this, but I don't. God bless the animation. Oh yeah. Of of uh, of old school Hanna Barbera. Hanna Barbera, by the way, I am a a firm Hanna Barbera kid. That is what I grew up on. Oh yeah. Sack Disney. Sack Nickelodeon. Or any of that sort of stuff. Hanna Barbera, this Flintstones, uh, Hong Kong Fui, Captain Caveman, all that stuff. That's the best kind. That's that's that, that was my jam. But Scooby Doo was, of course, the uh, pinnacle. Of the, uh, well, this all all Hanna Barbera and Looney Tunes, of course. But aside from all that. Uh, yeah, the no-face zombie is terrifying. He's one of the more memorable ones from the Scooby-Doo show. Now, I don't, I don't know if I don't know. I don't think you'll have this one written down. But uh, well, I, we were talking about it before we started recording. The rambling football ghost. <laughs> the rambling football ghost, who has a fantastic name. Why does he ramble? I didn't see this episode actually before we started, but uh, you can take the road on this one. I mean, the guy. Seriously, I used to. I remember. Now, I am 19 years old now. I'm nearly 20 years old. I remember having nightmares about the rambling football ghost when I was about seven. Oh, man. This guy stuck with me. Look at his image that's now on screen. He. He's wearing a number 13 football jersey that's ripped. He has horrendous eyes and a, and just a skeletal face with a huge mouth and he's just wearing like a, a football helmet. Well, if you're a sports fan, go check this one out. Yeah, it's, it's one for the sports fans. It's one for the sports fans. Um, I did not rewatch this episode purely because I don't want it I don't want this guy in my life anymore. I do like the name of his identity. What's the name of his identity? Buck Ben 
Ginger. Oh, that's a very American football name from the 70s. Definitely. This has got to be an episode for me to check out. Because if it scared you, the horror house man. No, but this was when I was like seven. This was when I was. I mean, I'm not. Got, I'm not rewatching this episode. I'm not doing because it will terrify me. <laughs> I, 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 like out of literally everything that has that scared me as a child, that guy sticks out above everything. No, he definitely has one of the creepier designs. Like, I don't know why, but I had to bring up that guy. Um, it's not a particular like. Obviously, I haven't watched this episode recently, um, but I don't remember a great deal about it. But what what I do remember is that uh, I think when we first see him, he stood like on top of the stadium. Oh, that just sounds like a frightening image. Like watch, like watching the the game. I think he's. I think that. Um, he's just trying to watch the game, and then he's just he trying to watch the game out. and cause chaos. Um, like most of the villains do. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember anything else about him other than the fact that he he kept me up at night as a child. Let's talk about the Tar Monster. Oh, man. One of the most classic ones and one of the best ones from the Scooby-Doo show with a Raiders of the Lost Ark-style yes. episode in Turkey. How could you not love this it's guy? It's so Raiders of the Lost Ark. Just the Nazis. I just want the Tar Monster to now be in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Can you imagine that as like a fan friction question? Which, <laughs> which movie would be improved by adding a Scooby Doo monster? It, um, that's the obvious answer. Or, oh, now, now you've got us thinking. And te- uh. technically, technically, we're only eleven minutes into this episode, so. I'd say put Captain Cutler in Jaws. Ooh. That's not a bad shout. I can't think. I can't, the, I hate these things off the top of my head. Uh, I'm not. This is why I'm not good at speed rounds. Um, <laughs> no. Blanking. Anyway. Yeah. Except for the time. Give us some suggestions in the comments. Yes. Please do that. Or on Twitter. Hashtag HorrorHousePod. Yeah. Early plug. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> the Tar Monster. What 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 is he? Is he some sort of guard? He's some sort of guardian for an old empire's treasure. Yeah, because I believe in the episode they're trying to find like oil or something like that. Yeah. And uh, someone uses the legend of the Tar Monster to scare people away so they can, surprise, surprise, find treasure. Yeah. Do you want to tell us that noise? Okay, this is hilarious, actually. Um, As we're recording a Scooby-Doo episode, which loves to use lightning, there's a thunderstorm going on in Cyprus. Oh, well. Oh, this is just atmospheric now. I mean, we need sound effects. It's pretty. It's pretty dry here, actually. So, um, <laughs> lightning storms, perfect for Scooby Doo. Um, although I don't think there's a lightning storm in the Tar Monster episode because it's in Turkey. Which they don't get thunderstorms there. <laughs> it's actually, it's picking up pretty badly now. Right. Well. Imagine if this happened when we were talking about the ten thousand volt ghost <laughs> and the lightning struck and the and the recording cut out and the ten thousand volt ghost is real. It would have been better than Jamie Fox's electro. <laughs> oh dear. No, but I'm pretty sure that anyone anyone listening knows what the tar monster looks like. If you don't, don't Google this. He's exactly what you think he He's looks exactly like. He's exactly what you think he looks like, with a massive gaping red mouth. And he is also in the Night of Hundred Frights game, and you have to you have to collect inventions to progress in the game, and you need to wear like boots to stop the tar monster. <laughs> I, thinking about it, how dirty everybody in the tar monster episode must have got. How many showers they must have had to take is ridiculous. 
Because that tar gets everywhere. If everywhere. they did do the tar monster again, like in a throwback episode, it would have to be a cigarettes factory. <laughs> oh, social commentary. Hell yeah. I could, I could deal with that. <laughs> oh dear. Perfect. Oh. I love the tar monster. I also love old Iron Face. One of the best introductions to any of the villains. He water ski She, I do apologise, she water skis in on sharks. <laughs> it's exceptional. It's perfect. It's stunning. It's just, oh, the wind is picking up the wind and the rain and the storm. It's per, it's just building atmosphere. That's all it's doing. Yep, I've seen some pretty <laughs> bad flashes here. I'm just waiting for old Iron Fist to show up on my balcony. Face. You see, Matt, I don't know if you've got some sort of coastal view, but if you just see him... I actually do. It's a terrifying <laughs> thing. Watch, watch for sharks being water skied on it, and a guy just wearing a metal mask. His design as well. This would be a great costume. It would. That's a good one to cosplay as. Old Iron Face. It's it's a very it's a very cool design, and I like I like the hat as well. I uh, just like a captain's hat. I'm a fan of Old Iron Face's hat. I gotta rewatch that episode. That's one I rewatch. I rewatch that one. Um, that is that is a great one. Do you have anything else from uh, the Scooby Doo show? Because I do. I I have two more that I can think of that come to mind. The first one is one that I just watched now, and really funny since Horror House Picture Show was talking about a cure for wellness. Yes. The ghost of Doctor Coffin episode yes. is exactly like a cure for wellness <laughs> with a Scooby-Doo villain. Oh, fantastic. I didn't re-watch this one. Look, Dr. Coffin, first of all, really obvious monster name. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderfully Scooby-Doo. He looks terrifying. I mean, I can vouch for that. I, I, I'm looking at a picture of him. The guy's creepy. You don't want him operating on you. Yeah. I was he looks a bit like Dr. Coffin, but just like a, a doctor suit. Yeah, he does. I imagine them interchanging costumes and just deciding to go on each other's adventures. <laughs> Crossover. <laughs> yeah, I I'll do the football today. Uh you can do the operating. Okay. Yeah, they oh, just come yeah. to agreements with each other. Um but yeah, that guy's creepy looking. He's got a Universal Monsters appeal to him. He does look like that, doesn't he? He, do, he has a very, a very old school look to him. It's at a creepy sanitarium, and the villain is the ghost of a mad doctor who performed experiments on his patients. It's just perfect. It's, it's exactly what you're looking for. I mean, uh, well, I, I love these storm sounds. Oh, God, it, it's really picking up now. I also have written down... Um, maybe, maybe my favourite named Scooby-Doo monster is the Diabolical Disc Demon. This is one that I have not seen. Now. But I'm gonna guess he just... I'm gonna guess he looks kind of like what you'd imagine from an anime, maybe? So, you, getting this straight, you don't know what he looks like. Do you no, not know, know you don't like. know what he looks like. He looks like a member of KISS. I'm looking it up right now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that guy! That, that's like Gene Simmons in the 70s. That is exactly what it is. He's got this big red hair and he just looks like a member of KISS mixed with Joker. But oh. with red hair. I, that has got to be a crazy mask to put on, or that could just be makeup. I on I, I, don't know, I have to see this episode. I do not recall anything from this episode. This wasn't one of the episodes I rewatched. But how can you not think that guy is memorable? Well, he's definitely got a memorable look. It's 
It's incredible. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I mean... I, I do have another one to bring up. Please, if, please do. This, uh, this one has a personal connection. Ooh. Because it was the first ever Scooby-Doo monster toy that I owned. Right. And I'm a big fan of Formula One, because you know I love extreme sports. Yeah. The Phantom Racer now, is it, a terrifying episode of Scooby-Doo. It's not one I'm familiar with. I won't admit to being familiar with the Phantom Racer. But... Oh, it's classic, man. It's like... He looks... They're at a Grand Prix, mm. and this ghostly of a former racer is coming and kidnapping the drivers. He and looks terrifying. He disappears into fog. Yeah, and yes. there's even a scene where one of the drivers he kidnaps comes back and he looks terrified out of his mind. Yes. I mean, this guy looks terrifying. Um, he, he's just all in blue. Again, with the helmets. You like helmets, don't you? I do, and uh, he's got like a really... He's like a glowing uh, Formula One car. Right. Which is just awesome. I mean, he's got, he's got a sort of Voldemort nose to him as well. And red eyes yeah. and skeletal face. He looks like the rambling football ghost, but oh, of Formula One. He is a great one. Oh my god. He, he no, he, he that guy, that guy does look terrifying. In fairness to him, um, I, I, I could probably cosplay as him. I am, a pretty simple costume. I am unfamiliar with that episode, though. I highly recommend it. Well, there we go. Um, I think we, we, we've talked about most of the good stuff with Scooby-Doo there, I think. There's one we haven't, actually, that just came to mind. What, go on. This is from Where Are You, but they, he does make okay. some appearances later. The Ghost of Redbeard? Oh, of course! How could we have forgotten him? Again, he's got, a, he's got an awesome laugh. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's Ginger Blackbeard. He is, that's, that's, exactly, what what, that's is. exactly what he is. But that that you know that is that is one I'm surprised we forgot we forgot about actually. Why didn't I why didn't I write that down? Yeah, I know it's classic like a ghost ship, but I'm bringing it back to the hundred fights game. He's one of the bosses that you face towards the end, like as a boss battle. Yeah. What you have to do to defeat him is you're in this pirate ship cabin. There's a treasure chest of gold that's like being held up by ropes and. Redbeard is just throwing his sword at you, and you have to trick him into throwing his sword at the ropes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, just until this treasure chest it. comes and crushes him. I love it. A ghost ship? That, it's like the fog. <sighs> it's it's like what the new Pirates of the Caribbean is trying oh, to do. Oh, don't even. Ass. Let's start not bringing that up. Ugh, gross. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> From talking about that, from the TV shows? I don't have any more from the TV shows. Um, really, I mean, obviously, I'll mention after after the Scooby Doo show, they introduced Scrappy Doo, and then it started to go downhill. We could argue he's the biggest monster to Scooby Doo because he's <laughs> the most annoying. Well, that's I mean that's true, but you know there is of course the um, very memorable thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo in there somewhere. Oh yes. With uh, with Mr. Vincent Price himself playing the you role. Need Vincent Price for that. Yeah, playing the role of Vincent Van Gogh, oh, which is such a phenomenal, phenomenal name. He's not actually the villain. He's sort of. Is he like, he's, he's like a host. Like no, he's sort of. Um, what do I? What? what? There's sort of, there's like there's character archetypes. There's official names of character archetypes, and I can't think of what he. He's the one that sets them on the journey. Ah, uh, inciting character. Yeah, somehow he's he's sort he's like the Gandalf of this. He's like that. No, now you're making me imagine Vincent Price as Gandalf. Which would have been incredible. Um, Gandalf. Yeah, he's sort of like. <laughs> I want to say the yeah the Gandalf or the Obi Wan Kenobi of the oh, Fourteen yeah, Ghosts I, of Scooby Doo. Um, I mean that that series sticks with me because of Price, but aside from that, it's you know it's nowhere near 
the quality of these earlier ones but i mean we we've got some some animated movies in there as well give some honourable mentions but I won't talk about these oh. monsters just because they've got cool designs so Google do them it. up let's do it you've, you've got the skeleton man which is of course from the live action Scooby Doo movie as well the yeah. really weird ones yeah uh, Jaguaro who appears in a later yes true Jaguaro is pretty pretty nice and uh, the cat creature and of course yeah. uh, a personal favourite of mine uh, the moon monster the moon monster it's like a really it's, it's set in Hong Kong I believe the moon monster does he have a helmet as well I I can't recall the moon monster right he probably does that's probably why I remember him <laughs> um oh actually thinking about ones we missed out I, I don't recall the name of this guy but if anyone remembers the name of this guy I'm sure this this um this episode is either set in Chi in China or in a Chinatown somewhere, and he's got this gold or this gold oriental mask, and these white robes. I know the one you're talking. You know about. the one I'm talking. I remember. I remember googling him earlier. I don't know what uh, he's called. Me neither. It'll come if it comes to me. I'll we'll bring it up before the show ends. Yeah, I'll but put a. Tur turns out Moon Monster doesn't have a helmet. He just looks like a Japanese chupacabra. Right. Okay. Um, let's 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 give this a quick uh, a quick. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. That guy looks pretty. Uh, I mean, th this is sort of a, a more monstery than a person. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's a pretty nice mon nice looking monster. I mean, you know, Scooby Doo evolved. They've had Yetis. They've had. Uh, all sorts of stuff like that. I found the ghost you were looking for. You found the ghost I was looking for. This is the ghost I'm looking for. These the ghost of the Zen Twao. Zen Twao, right? In a in a haunted Buddhist temple. In a haunted Buddhist temple, right? So there, you, the picture is will be up on the screen. The ghost of He's Zen Twao. Cool. He does have a cool look. He does have a cool look. I remember the look. I just don't remember. I did, didn't remember the guy's name. Um, well, his real name is called A Fong. God. <laughs> oh no. These are ridiculous. Oh no. Anyway, should we? Uh... <laughs> I am actually conscious of time now, even though we are maybe halfway through the second part of the Scooby Doo episode. I knew we were gonna go long. Um, hey, we're talking about some of my favorite parts now, which are the early animated movies. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I cannot wait to dig into this. What sticks out for you? Okay, I'm not gonna say my favorite one yet, but one that sticks out for me sticks out because it changed the entire aspect of Scooby Doo, and that's Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah. Which was the first one to introduce supernatural threats. Yeah. With still keeping with the whole oh who's the monster thing, but they're actual zombies, and it's set in a southern kind of lake thing. Mm -hmm. And it, this was a game changer for Scooby Doo. This set the bar. It's that the other animated movies followed. And I wish this were the live action ones did. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you'd have liked to think that the live action ones would have looked at the earlier animated like Zombie Island and gone. Oh, I mean. It was set on an island. It, it was a what was the the live action? It was set on an island. It was a it was an amusement park. It, it sort of had, had all the Scrappy Doo as the villain. It had the elements there, and I swear I've I've said this before as well. the The cast of the live action Scooby Doo, I think, is pretty perfect. It is perfect. They're just in. They're just trying to act their way around a really terrible script. It, it had all the elements there to work so well and just really really didn't what they missed was the heart they never yeah. got the heart right no me. absolutely not um, unlike something like uh, Zombie Island which you know or, or on Zombie Island which had the um, the classic Scooby Doo stuff but like you said it 
sort of gave these uh, more supernatural stuff that, that we hadn't had before in Scooby-Doo. It was all, well, there's someone behind this. This is a real person. This is set in the real world. Everything's just, you know, real. And they follow that up with another uh, supernatural one, which this is going to link back to when I first appeared on your podcast. Oh. Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost features a parody of a Stephen King archetype voiced by Tim Curry trying to resurrect the ghost of his witch sister, Sarah Ravencroft. See, that just sounds incredible. I... I well, if I've if I've watched Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost, it has not been for years. It, it, dude, if you go back and you see that, it's a nostalgia bomb. It's just so <sighs> much fun. I mean, the the ghost of Sarah, like Sarah Ravencroft, sounds very familiar to me. She was voiced by Jennifer Hale, who's an incredible voice actress. Okay. For all the voice actor fans listening, she's fantastic. Okay. Um. I can't. I, I. I'm afraid to say I can't actually picture anything from Witch's Ghost right now. It introduced the Hex Girls, which have become now kind of like a staple in Scooby Doo lore. Hex Girl. Oh yes, I remember that. The name. Gothic girl band. Yes. The Hex Girls. Oh. Yes, nostalgia bomb. Yep. Um, the oh first my half of god. Exactly like a Scooby Doo episode, they unmask the villain, but then they find out, oh, this was all a hoax. This is distracting us from the real villain, Sarah ah, Ravencroft, who's right. a real witch. Right. It's it's so it's such a fun movie. Please watch it if you haven't. Well, I think I I think I will. I think I will. Um, I mean, I I did want to bring up Scooby Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Ah uh, yes, this the. the like Witches Ghost for you, I haven't seen this one in ages, but yeah, well, you can take it away. This one, this one I used to watch a lot. It does, again, it does have Scrappy doing it. And Shaggy is, uh, and Shaggy is wearing a red t-shirt for some reason. Despite him wearing a green t-shirt on the cover of the movie? Does he? Yeah, he does. Oh, that, green shirt on that's the insane the then, because he does wear a red t-shirt in film. Um, Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, which is an incredible title. Oh, Shaggy's reluctant to be a werewolf. He, he's not entirely 100% on the idea. Um, he would do it if he got paid, but he's not just going to up and do it. I just think, I just like the word reluct. I just like that the word reluctant is used. As, as though it's not just like, Shaggy turns into a werewolf. It's Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. That's... I'm going to rewatch that right I don't after we're recording this. But it's... The last... The sort of big finale of this film is Scooby-Doo meets Wacky Races. Oh, and it's outstanding. It's basically Dracula... Dracula puts on this annual sort of rally car race and in order for Shaggy to be turned back to his human form he must win the rally car race it, that is wacky races completely. it is wacky races it's got so many sort of uh, it's got so many monsters in it all central all sort of central around Dracula and it's it's castle based. Um, it opens in a Shaggy turns into a werewolf for the first time in a driving movie theater. Oh, um, oh, this sounds so <laughs> perfect. I mean, if you look if you if you if you look past Scrappy Doo, you'll see a great film. It's really easy to look past Scrappy Doo because it's um, that small. I mean, he's not he's not even that necessarily. He doesn't do the usual thing of trying to be centre of attention every five minutes he doesn't that's not necessarily him in this it is more of a story about Shaggy his girlfriend and the fact that Dracula's just being very very manipulative as he does as he as he does that one always sticks out to me I used to watch that one a lot as a kid and um, 
Yeah, I think that that was like the late 80s or something like that. Well, that's interesting because I think some of the later movies like Zombie Island and that, I think they came out in like early 2000s, maybe late 90s. Right. I didn't know Reluctant Werewolf was that old. No, Reluctant Werewolf, yeah, I swear it might have been like 88, 86, 88. Might be 88. Um, movie release dates. I'm good at that. <laughs> Uh, but uh, should we talk about what's obviously the best? We should. We really should. We really should. Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. Scooby-Doo and the is, Cyber Chase is so good. It is a complete blast. And from the movies, this is my favourite film in any Scooby-Doo movie because he's so damn charismatic and fun to watch. And he's not like a guy in a mask. He's, he's not. A virus he's a computer virus made flesh with a, really cool voice. With a very cool voice um oh, not yeah. that i'm gonna try and impersonate that either but scooby doing the cyber chase sees see this it's sort of like it's the weird new form of scooby-doo animation that i don't like as much as the old form of scooby-doo animation yeah i get what you mean um like the some of the cast is changed as well. I think most of the cast is changed. I know Frank Welker is still Fred, um, but I think Sh Shaggy's changed. Shaggy's not Casey Chasm, and obviously, no, it's not. I don't think so. Obviously, Casey Chasm is Shaggy. Uh, I think Daphne is Grey Delisle though. Who yeah, she, is, is. She's always there. Who is a great voice actress, to be fair. Yeah, and you have uh, Gary Sturgis, I believe his name is, who was the voice of the main villain on Static Shock for all you DC fans, voicing our main villain, the Phantom Virus. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Phantom Virus, who loves baseball. Oh, he does love baseball. He loves his baseball, does the Phantom Virus. Um, obviously, this film sees the gang in a video game, playing After through levels. They get trapped in a video game. They have to play through the levels, collecting the Scooby snacks uh, 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 to progress. And it starts on the moon. It goes to the Colosseum. It goes to dinosaurs. And then it has a montage of, like, all the others. That was my one thing that bothered me about it. I would have loved to have seen those other levels. I think the film would have gone on for quite a bit longer, though. I mean, I don't think it's not a long film, though, is it? It's not long. No, it's, it's like, like seventeen minutes. Yeah, it, I think they could have done. I forget what some of those are now. I swear there's one in like Egypt. There is. Um, um, actually, I'm gonna get onto this right now. Twitter hashtag release Scooby doing the cyber chase the director's cut. <laughs> I want to see these levels. All the levels I want to play through because you you know you'll get more Phantom Virus stuff. Oh yeah. And there was a video game based on that that was really fun. What's that? Why do I not know yeah, these? I had it for PlayStation 1. Oh, that's incredible. That yeah. is incredible. Actually, thinking about it, if if they had have played through all these levels, it would have made it even more special in the final oh, level yeah. when they meet their in-game uh, counterparts or in-game versions of themselves. Yeah, and they have the same voices, but you can tell they're kind of distorted. Yeah, they're like... Vid like computerized robotic voices um they're they're in the classic uh the old school get up fred has his ascot in the oh, yeah. in in the game where he doesn't he just wears like some sort of polo shirt um, oh yeah and daphne's wearing like a jacket not her scarf and jumper like yeah. he does um i think do the do both scoobies have like I think one has a blue colour and one has a red colour. Yeah, the, the computer one has a red colour. Shaggy's got a red t-shirt and a, and a green t-shirt. and uh, I think, yeah, Vel I'm, I think I'm, Velma's I'm the same. I'm reluctant to see that. You are? You're reluctant oh. to see that? Yeah, I'm reluctant to see yeah. Shaggy in a red shirt. Nolan Dean and the reluctant Scooby-Doo viewer. Oh, <laughs> 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 God. Um, but the final 
level of Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase is so incredible. It brings back the Tar Monster, the Creeper, the Jaguaro, the Gator Ghoul, Old Iron Face, and what's even more phenomenal is that each of the each of the gang because there's now 10 of them they, they split off individually with their other versions and it's like the the freds are fighting the gator ghoul and the velmas are fighting old iron face and it's incredible Daphne's are fighting the Creeper, I think the Shaggy's yeah. fighting the Tar Monster, and the Scoobies are fighting Jaguara. And it's set in an amusement park. Bringing it right back, and the final part is in an arcade. Yeah. Which is perfect. It's so perfect. It's, it's, it's so, so good. And if anyone doesn't remember the Phantom Virus, I'll give you a little bit of uh, nostalgia here, because I, I can actually do his voice pretty well. Go for it. If you thought my hitting was good, wait till you see my pitching. Nice. Lovely. He sounds kind of like the Joker, in a way. He sounds kind of like the Joker, but not quite as maniacal. Not quite. He, he, doesn't, like, he doesn't like fun as much as the Joker does. Uh, no, he's quite of a playful character. He's he's not as like crazy as the Joker. No. Um uh, oh, thing um seeing these old school villains in this new form in in this sort of new form Scooby Doo animation. Uh I don't I don't think it it doesn't look bad. That's not that's not what looks bad. That's not what looks jarring, not bad I should say. Um, whereas I think for me, the gang themselves at the start are quite old. After having watched thousands of episodes of Scooby Doo, Where Are You over the past twenty four hours, uh, to then go and watch Scooby Doo in the Cyber Chase, it, and it be like, oh, this is different. Yeah, it's it's jarring, but it's not bad. It's no, it's not bad. It's not bad. It like. It's not bad at all. Um, but. Iron Face again enters on his uh, on, oh, his, on his water ski sharks. Um, I, I, the others don't even have that of a good entrance. They just Not sort of really, walk no, around the, the corner. They just sort of turn up. But then it's like, oh, there's four of them. Let's let's go down to the beach. I think they say, and then it's like, oh God, here he comes on his water ski sharks. Is there any villain from the old series that you would have liked to have seen at the end of Cyber Chase? Oh, um, Charlie. Oh, that would have been perfect. Charlie. Why wasn't he in it? Charlie, just to bring it back to the amusement park. Ah, oh, see, I was going to go 10,000 volt ghosts because I think him and the Phantom Virus would have good battles. Oh, that's true. What would that have? That's far too much electricity. <laughs> I do love in the final bit of cyber chase where they do take down the phantom virus you yeah. feel like cheering when he's defeated yeah i don't know what it is about this film it just it, 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 for some reason it just sort of i don't know if it's the story structure of playing through a video game but it feel you, you, you're very sort of connected to it which is something unlike most Scooby-Doo stuff, Scooby-Doo is a fun, easy watching thing, but this is like, oh, come on, next level, next level, and it's like, oh, you want them to win? I, I watched the DVD so many times as a kid, I think I had to apologise to the DVD owner's store, because I kept coming back <laughs> to get it. I love it. Just like, oh, one more, Scooby-Doo in the Cyber Chase, please. Oh, that kid's back. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby in the cyber chase, yeah. Yeah, that's me, man. I, I even tried to dress as the Phantom Virus one Halloween, but that's a very difficult. That's costume. a very difficult costume. You can't do that with paper mache. 
Oh, I wouldn't want to try to take ages. And I know we've talked about the cyber chase for a lot now, but there's two other straight-to-DVD movies that are really great and are very underrated. Go. Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders has Mark Hamill as a villain. Oh, wow. I mean, see, I've not watched that one, but now I need and to. Imagine all the creepiness of the Space Cook episode, but it's now like alien abduction. You see Shaggy and Scooby get abducted by aliens. Oh, yes. And uh, it introduces some supernatural elements to it. I'm not going to spoil anything of that because it's great to unfold, but okay, it's really great. And of course, I've got to bring up, because I'm from Scotland, Scooby-Doo and the Loch Ness Monster. Because I'm from Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Scooby it's not it, it's actually pretty good it right. has like the chase scenes and songs as well oh it has it has a nice chase song oh that, that's always good cyber chase oh. has a nice chase song hello cyber dream is on my ipod <laughs> yes yes i did i mean I, I did download some of the old chase songs i did oh, I, I did do that well, why wouldn't you want them i'm, I'm not i'm not i i, I now have a scooby-doo playlist going on that that's something that has happened <sighs> no i need to watch that man i need to watch uh, both of, i need to watch both of them alien invaders uh Loch Ness monster and then back to cyber chase because why not yeah why not watch cyber chase again go and watch scooby doing the cyber chase <laughs> it's so good it's, i mean it's obvious who the villain is it's obvious who the villain is from like after 20 minutes as soon as you see the bad virus you just know I'm in for a freaking ride yeah oh god as far as you know sort of like modern day Scooby Doo villains go he is definitely the best because I know oh. I know they did uh, what's new Scooby Doo in like 2002 which was the thing, a the revamped thing yeah, enough. it was a revamped series. None of the villains, I I couldn't tell you what any of the villains are. There's one really ridiculous one that we'll have a bit of a laugh with. See if you can find an image for him, the roller ghoster in an the amusement park episode. Ghost. See, that sounds like it would be cool, but why do I think it's not going to be? Because the motivation of the roller ghoster was sabotage my sister's theme park because I'm jealous. <sighs> The roller ghoster. There is a, a really cool episode though of What's New Scooby Doo where the mystery machine becomes the villain. Why is what? Why is the what? Why is the roller ghoster a big green thing? I don't know. Uh, why did I have in mind that this would be a like a, a some sort of spirit? Because they wouldn't go that far. This is a green monster. This is why Scooby Doo, Where Are You, and the Scooby Doo Show are the best seasons uh, or series absolutely because i'm just looking at some of the monsters now from what's new scooby-doo and they are ridiculous this is just nonsense oh what have we got here uh this is absolute nonsense the space ape space okay. ape i'd rather have the ape from scooby-doo where are you that we didn't mention because it's just basically just a large ape not the one from the 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 what? Oh my god! No, nope. gone blank. Not that one. Not the space. Not the space. Right, I've gone insane. We've been talking about Scooby Doo for so long. I can't form words anymore. There's also another one called the San Francisco, which has a pretty cool concept. That, that's an excellent name. It's the ghost of an Alcatraz inmate who's attacking a skateboarding contest. Why is he attacking a skateboarding co I like the idea of a ghost of an Alcatraz inmate. You'll see why, but Ryan why skate Oh my god, look at that guy. Oh, now that's that's quite a nice design. There's also another one where it's uh, it's a wrestling based one where some wrestler had like become really twisted from doing one of his moves and when he runs he just like has his arms like stuck to his body. Looks like he's in a straight jacket. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I can't remember 
that one. No, I can't. I can't remember that one. Um, I will try and find pictures of these. Um, There's a monster made from coral in one of them. See, what's new Scooby-Doo didn't realise that Scooby-Doo was originally based on... It was horror made fun. It wasn't fun with monsters. It was horror made but fun. But luckily, luckily Mystery Incorporated brought that back. And I am yet, I am, uh, yet to watch Mystery Incorporated, so... It's the revamped animation with like the feel of the classic Scooby Doo episodes, right. and it has a story arc, oh, which has wow. never been done in Scooby Doo. Wow. Now I'm not I'm not so sure about that. It, it actually it, it works. Do I like the idea of a Scooby Doo series long story arc? But they have like episodes with different monsters, but there is like one main guy who's behind it all. Right. Fair enough. There's that's, that's... episodes where they like take inspiration from Suspiria and Nightmare on Elm oh. Street and The Shining. Wait a minute, Matthew Lillard is Shaggy in Mystery Incorporated. Oh. Yeah, he does. He voices him. Yes. Has they Frank has Frank Welker ever not been in a Scooby Doo thing? No, I think it's just how he gets his paycheck. He's literally in everything. He's Hanna Barbera's god. Oh dear! <laughs> oh no! Wow! Do you know what? This has been a long recording. Is this is this your longest episode of Horror House? Yes, and it's why it, it's why you are currently listening to the end of part two. <laughs> oh man! This is very long, rightly so. Because Scooby-Doo deserves this much love. Um, it is... This was a great episode. It is the reason... I, I honestly believe it is the reason I am a fan of horror. Because watching this as a child, you know, having fun with it, but then associating the uh, the fun with the horror and then going into horror and then it's a reason I like fun horror now and just horror in general I I, I honestly I honestly believe that you will show this to your kids I will show this episode to my kids if and when and uh, then they will go and watch all no in fact they will have watched Scooby-Doo long before any of this gets out <laughs> Um, everyone okay. everyone should just go and watch more Scooby-Doo it's Fuck. very easy to find as well just take a day off work or something and yeah. just blast through all these you'll have a great time the, you know the hardly sort of strenuous to watch just, just have some fun sing along to the silly songs that is in the chase scenes laugh at the fact that uh, I don't know, the creeper gets his makeup done. Avoid uh, Scrappy-Doo at all costs. Avoid Scrappy-Doo, but watch uh, Reluctant Werewolf and The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, which Scrappy-Doo is, is also in. But watch them, because they're worth watching. Watch The Cyber Chase. Watch The Cyber Chase. Watch On Zombie Island. Watch Witch's Ghost. Watch Alien, Alien Invasion. Um... Loch Ness Monster, every, anything. Just share the love of Scooby-Doo. It's just such a great series. No, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, man. This was a complete blast. This was an, a phenomenal episode. It was probably the most fun episode I think I personally have ever recorded of this thing. Nin this was like 19 episodes in. So it really was. I mean, absolutely. Um, is there anything you want to plug right at the end? Okay, well, uh, as always, you can follow me at NolanDean27, and I think it's about time to announce this now. Now? Now is when you're choosing to announce it? Well, this is special. I do feel honoured. Coming very soon, you will be 
created by me that is a horror anthology of stories that I've created called Midnight Myths. Season one is coming to you very soon. I've been working with some great voice actors. I've written all six of the episodes, and I want this to become a yearly thing. I want to bring back old-school-style campfire spooky stories and just bring them to the internet for you guys to enjoy. I'll, I'm going to put the link down below to the Twitter page. You can go follow that and get all the updates, but there's six of the best stories I've ever written, and I can't wait for you guys to see them. It's going to be like having a Twilight Zone that you can listen to. Well, you know you know how excited I am. I don't need to tell you. Um, I know. I do not need to tell you. There will be a link to that to uh, Midnight Myths Twitter. I feel honoured that you've decided to announce it on Horror House. But there will be a... I wanted to, right a, away. A link to Midnight Myths Twitter uh, in the description of this. And uh, as always, guys, you can follow me at the Purple Dawn. Uh, follow the podcast at Horror House Pod. For, uh, hashtag Horror House Pod if you want to talk about Scooby-Doo and all the wonderfulness that that is. And, um, yeah, give this video a, or give this episode a like, and comment some things about, what what's your favourite Scooby-Doo monster? What's your favourite Scooby-Doo episode? What Scooby-Doo monster that we didn't speak about, do you think we, we should have spoke about? All that sort of stuff, sub to this channel and all that, and share this, most importantly, share this episode around. If you did, and part one, if you did like them, because Scooby Doo, not just me, Scooby Doo deserves your love. And, um, that, that is the best way I've heard anyone put it. <laughs> and yeah, that about wraps up. Nolan, thank you again for joining thank me you. on this thank you so much for having wonderfully me. nostalgic journey. Guys, until next time, thank you for listening and goodbye. Ha 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 